he said something along the lines of, don't mind the trees, the, the sperm is falling from the trees. Hello, hello. My name is Kirsten Cable from fluentlanguage.co.uk and I'm here with my co-hostess with the co-mostest, Lindsay Williams. And she'll take it. And here on The Fluent Show, we talk about languages, communication, curiosity and enriching our lives through the challenge of learning something new. Woohoo! Happy New Year, Lindsay! Hello, happy new year. Oh, how are you doing? How's how's life out there in your old Milton Keynes world, corner of the world? Not too shabby. Um, I should say if there's any background shuffling, it's because Gonzo's woken up. Whenever she hears me, like I'll be quiet all morning and she'll just be like, okay, I'm going to be asleep. And then I'll talk and she'll be like, oh, hello, hello. So um, <laughs> as soon as we started talking, ready to record, she decided now's the time to wake up. Oh. And Gonzo is for our new listeners. Maybe we have new listeners. Maybe we don't. Her daughters. My daughters. <laughs> it's not like some some I don't know other lady who lives in your house just hanging around in the background. No. My child words at us. My kura kura. My um, tortuga. My tortu. Yeah, all of those. Deine Schildkröte. That one. I love that one. <laughs> Schildkröte. Yeah. Shield toad. It's one of those essential words that I have to learn. At the That's beginning. It. You know when Cherepaha, I think that is what it is in Russian. I think and I still don't know the diff don't explain it to me now, but like the difference between a turtle and a tortoise, because Schildkröte means means both. I'll tell oh. you later. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, we don't need to write it, send anything into us. <laughs> now, I know this episode is is sort of getting released at the end of the January period of 2021, and I'm always I'm always one of those people who's happy to say Happy New Year and feel that Happy New Year feeling uh, for a whole month. I'm just I'm just here. Look, we're settling into 2022, and Lindsay, how was your 2021? Can you is it possible to sum it up? That's the summary. Mm. Did you hear yeah. that noise in its entirety? Yeah, that's 2021. Tiring, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a challenge and a little bit, like, I would say diverse. And, oh, I don't know, like, dominated by one particular concept, which we are going to go into, because this week this week this month this episode we are going to be talking about words of the year so listeners i've got a huge collection of words of the year for you today and lindsay we're going to go through it i've i've been you've been sending me all these articles and i've looked through them gone through them i have such a big I've got so many interesting facts. I've got lots of translations of one word of the year in lots of interesting languages. Oh my God, it's just, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm ready. Love word of the year. Yes. Okay. I have got words of the year for you in, from the following countries. I've got from the UK, three different ones. I got two from Australia, or say two. I've got two sort of and a half from the USA. I got Germany, I got Japan for you, I got Norway. I've got 
Spanish. I mean, it's a, it's from a language blog, so I guess I'm just gonna say the Spanish-speaking world. And I got Portugal. Which one do you want to start with? <laughs> Let's go UK because I can see it's a big one. We've got some <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's start at the yes, top of the list. Yes, and there's a reason why I decided to really go into the notes for this particular word slash concept and it's because it keeps coming up we're going to encounter this in a few of the other lists as well again and again and again so to sum up i think it, it, it you don't even really need to guess and you can already see it in the notes Lindsay. so i'm not going to make you guess um but would you like to read out what the oxford dictionary word of the year 2021 was it's vax vax and that is vax with an x mm. which i think was really interesting and they've made a big They've made a big point here of making it V-A-X and saying that this uh, this was came up in so many different ways that it was used. So you've got Vax sites, V-A-X sites, being vaxed with two X's, Vax cards being double vaxed, of course, that came later, right? <laughs> uh, being fully vaxed. Um, and then, of course, being an anti-vax kind of person. So, Lindsay, if I say to you, are you double vaxxed? Do you know instantly what I am referring to? Yeah. Yeah. That's the gift of 2021, isn't it? Because <laughs> none of it says. Like... <laughs> what is it? That's the gift. I mean, we are very grateful. We are very grateful. Um, you know, especially living in a country with such easy access and all that kind of stuff. Um, the, but it's isn't it amazing that like two, three years ago, we sort of knew that there were vaxxers and anti-vaxxers and all that kind of thing but last year was so dominated by just one concept um and lots and lots of different variations and ways that we learned talking about it yeah i think as well I'm, I'm curious about this being word of the year because for me and you've mentioned the different forms right for me that's where i would hear it most especially like anti-vax mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. You know, if I'm talking about getting the vaccine, I wouldn't use the word vax. I don't think I have used the word vax in any sense, but I have maybe used things like double, double vaxxed, fully vaxxed, anti-vax, all the like expressions that use it. Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I wondered as well if they wanted, like if they chose the VAX partly because it's been a year where like we haven't, We've had to say vaccinated so much that we've shortened it and every single way of I do love and a brief. Yeah, like it's just it's just we've had to we've had to find new ways of saying vaccine, right? Because we've been we've been having to say it mm. that much. So I have a list of neologisms. Ne neologisms? Ne how do you say that? Neologisms. Got a list of new words. N E O. L-O-G-I-S-M-S. There you Thanks. go. <laughs> that yes. word. Um, and I'm going to read those out to you and then you can define them for me. What do you think? Okay. Okay. So the first okay. one is a vaxi. I'm uh. <laughs> yeah, a vaxi. V-A-X-X-I-E. Not a clue. Yeah, don't look at the notes. Um, it's, it's when you take no. a vaccine selfie. I feel like that's Oxford like, trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> When it's in your arm, I guess, yeah, or with the with the sticker, because I only got a sticker on my first one. I never got one. You didn't. Oh, you need to go to Aylesbury Stadium. 
The thing is, I brought in England. This is a cool story, bro. It's in England. I brought them my. I have a D. I have a WHO yellow vaccination pass. So it's like this little paper booklet that I got given in 1980 when I was born. And oh, okay, yeah, I've got one of them. Right? You know, can you picture one? Yes, I've got one. Yeah. And me being a good German citizen, I brought it to the vaccination because I wanted them to sign. Okay, this has been done. Right, to so get like the paper record of it, mm. and every single time I went, the first time, the first time somebody like people talked about it, like they're legendary. Somebody went, "Oh, I've heard of these," oh, and then nobody knew what to do with them. So then I had to like beg and like get the stewards to help me and kind of hold up the whole thing because I was like, "No, I really want you to sign this thing." Because also when I go to Germany, then in Germany they're much more common, and then people do ask for them sometimes and want to see. You know, so I, I just thought be double safe, like take the bloody thing, get it all done. And um, so every, and then I had this, this nurse who was originally from Africa and she was like, oh, it looks like a yellow fever certificate. And I was like, yeah, look here, there's the yellow fever bit. Um, I, not filled in, but you know, there's like a preprint for yellow fever. So every time I brought it, it was, it was such a distraction. I didn't, th didn't even think about the sticker because I was so busy trying to get someone to sign my yellow book. <laughs> and you didn't even think about a vaccine. I didn't. No, and then I didn't take a vaccine. <laughs> it was the second. No, the third. When I got boosted, that, that's a new neologism as well. Um, when I got boosted last month, me and my husband went together. So we we managed to get appointments at exactly the same time. So I was I was telling the nurse, mm. I was like, look, that's my husband over there. <laughs> I don't think she was as excited as I was. So, Avaxi, okay, next words. Um, have you ever heard of the inoculati? Okay, I haven't, but I can guess. Is this like a portmanteau of inoculation and illuminati? Yes, I think it is. I think it is. Right, so okay. Why? I think it's when, I think it's a bit of conspiracy theory, isn't it? Okay, so we're back to the anti-vax. I think that would be probably more common in the old anti-vax circles. <gasps> Our friends, not friends our friends or non-friends the anti-vaxxers um depending on where your viewpoint is this is a very neutral podcast but uh we're vaccinated whatever okay so and then there's also being a vaccinista i've heard that being a vaccinista well i haven't heard it i just read it in the oxford report um and have you ever heard of being half sinated is that when you've had dose number one yes yeah okay so you're not fully vaxxed yet you are I don't know if people use these words. I think that they must just make them up, be like, we need some words to validate our choice <laughs> of the word facts. Well, uh, in Philadelphia last January, there was what was known as the, a vaxathon. Interesting. So if you want to do an endurance event, you don't fancy sports, you can go and participate in a vaxathon um, where they had, I think they did 100,000 vaccinations in a single day, which is mad. That's impressive. I know. Well done, them. And then uh, two more expressions. The first one I have used and I like as a because you know straight away what it means. I think. Have you suffered, Lindsay, after you, after you have been um, vaxxed? Did you suffer from COVID arm? Like when you've got a sore arm, like after? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if I've called it COVID arm. It's just like you have any jab and you get a stiff arm. Yeah, but if you have a jab in twenty twenty one, what else are you doing? <laughs> you're not traveling you're not going to travel no. job, are you <laughs> and, then, and they enough. also apparently this must be an american one um the, the report also mentioned that a covid arm in some areas of the world might in the usa might be known as the fauci ouchie 
That's <laughs> cute. I like that. <laughs> I thought it was cute as well. Fauci, I've got Fauci ouchy. Um, and then finally, this is, I think, more of a, a wishful thinking one. Um, apparently, some people have said that they would really, really love to have a Vax star. Oh, interesting. Like when you can detect if someone's been uh-huh. vaccinated? Okay. <laughs> I guess it's like gaydar. But yeah. So, so much like gaydar, does it mean that some people do kind of have a good sense anyway? I don't know if that's, I don't know if mm. that's in any way. Hmm. No clue. No clue. Mm. But then my gaydar mm. is horrible. So mm. it's interesting. Yeah, I can't tell at all. I'm basically useless. So a vac star. So this is, this is kind of, um, Oxford trying to make Vax happen. And then this I thought was really interesting because I didn't know this. They went into the origin story of the word vaccine and vaccination. I did know this. It's to do with the um, cowpox, smallpox, and it's VACA, isn't it? Yes. Well done. Well done. Ah, Lindsay Williams, Dr. Esquire, M A B A S S F. Okay. 1799 so the actual word vaccination and vaccination yes like Lindsay said it's because one of the first vaccines was um, developed by English physician Edward Jenner who used the used basically bits of cowpox pathogens from cowpox to vaccinate against smallpox to um, to help work against smallpox that was the experiment and vaca is the Latin word for cow. And what I thought was really interesting is he actually wrote about how the anti-vaccinists and even the anti-vax, V-A-C-K-S, brigade were bothering him. And this is in the early 1800s. So being an anti-vaxxer wow. is by no means a new, a new concept. But the double X variation was never recorded until 2001. That's really interesting. So it was C-K- At first, S. yeah. Yeah. So wow. even if they, even when they said vaccine with two C's, I believe, because VACA, vaccine, mm, but then mm. anti-vax was not V-A-C-C-S, because I guess that looks weird. Yeah. Like we don't really yeah. get two C's followed by a consonant ever. You don't really, oh mm. uh, yeah, I don't know. So, so isn't That's it interesting. interesting that not just like the concept of anti-vaxxers is, is, what are we now? Like it's, it's hundreds of years old, two, 200, over 200 years old, but also the expression anti-vaxxer or anti-vax person is also over 200 years old. The more you know. The more you know. Okay, so at this point I thought, oh, this is great, right? I've got lots of content here from this report. I'm done. And then I, I turned over to the next page in the PDF and, <laughs> and then it went in other languages. <laughs> so Lindsay, I've got... And you went. I know, ding, ding, ding. and I was like, "Well, I'm not done Star with vaccine." Star eyes emoji, heart eyes emoji. <laughs> That's it. So I have loads and loads of languages here for you. And I guess we could, I guess we could quiz it out. I could say the language. You could tell me if you know the word for vaccine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't look at the notes. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> okay. First, uh, it's an interesting selection of languages as well. These are Oxford's like language correspondents that they have who wrote a little article about it. So the first one is Mandarin Chinese. Are you asking me if I know it? I'm asking. Are you asking? I'm dancing. I, I don't ah, know it. So the Chinese equivalent of vaccine is yi miao. Yi miao, um, tone okay. down and tone up. I don't know the tone numbers. Um, or approximately yi miao, yi miao, yi miao, 
tones awful. So Yi Miao, which is formed by combining combining the two separate characters uh, Yi Yi, which is epidemic, and then Miao, which is seedling. Huh. Next up, we have got the Hindi word for vaccine. Okay. I'd be surprised if you knew that word. <laughs> yeah, Never just go straight Hindi. to it. <laughs> the Hindi word for vaccine is tika. Tika is also an informal word for tilak, uh, which is the sacred mark applied on the forehead. You know the little dot? I think they mean the little red dot. Ah. The sacred mark applied on, to the forehead on auspicious occasions in some customs and religions as a symbol for warding off the evil eye. Yeah, wow. it's lovely, isn't it? So you're warding off with your vaccine. You're warding off evil. Yeah, that's yeah, really and cool. it's also a mark on you, right? It's a protective mark on you. I, I thought that was cool. Yeah. The next one you will know. The, what's the Spanish word for vaccine? Uh, vacuna. Yeah, vacuna. Um, and something vacuna. interesting is that in English we've got. Um, like in US English, you can say shot for vaccine. In UK, we've already used it today. Jab, it's really common to say jab. Apparently, Scottish English says jag. Jag. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Never heard that before. My grandma um, says, yeah, my grandma says Apparently, jags. in Spanish, they just go with vacuna. They, they don't even say like, I don't know, vacu or something. Um, they, there's no alternative <laughs> expressions. Yeah, no briefs. There's no briefs, no nothing. And yeah, so they just vacuna um, around the world. <laughs> I feel like Pitbull, but going around the world, Mr. <laughs> Worldwide. Okay, next or next up, we have got modern standard Arabic. Nope. Okay. Um, the I word is lika, lika, and tal or tal tal Oh, I went on forvo. I listened to the ball and I forgot. Okay, so so it's lika or talki which is from a classic arabic root which is just says l q h and then the arabic character and apparently it in, it's used mostly in dictionaries either as the insemination of a female by a male but also maybe more commonly and a little bit less weirdly the pollination of trees and plants and they still use lika and talki i think particularly talki talki don't know um they particularly use that still in agriculture that's interesting yeah. that's yeah like a completely different sort of connected meaning i can i tell you a very brief funny story yes about when i was in germany i think <laughs> you'll like this so this was a good long time ago now and we drove to this house in Germany and uh, the guy that was living there um, where we were staying said, oh, you know, welcome. Come come on through. Uh, don't." He said something along the lines of, don't mind the trees. The, the sperm is falling from the trees. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I no. thought, oh dear. And I thought maybe it's because he was a doctor. So I thought maybe he's just got his medical words. But I think it's. Because it's the same kind of thing, right? Like the insemination, the pollination. Well, yeah, like... because in English, in ge the German word for seed is Samen, which uh -huh. is really close to semen, uh -huh. right? Yeah. So that's where he'd made oh the connection. Oh, my gosh. And so I just <laughs> thought that was fun. The sperm is falling from the trees. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. if he'd said it in Arabic, it might have actually made sense. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> just vaccines. load of needles oh, coming down. Oh, my God. The vaccines falling from trees. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, the next... Think, think geographic region. Maybe you can guess this one. We've, we've, met, we've covered the Hindi word for vaccine, um, which is tika. And the Bangla, Bangladeshi word for vaccine is next. Okay, so similar, maybe? Same, tika. Ah, tika. Okay. However, okay. Bangla also borrows the English word for uh, vaccine, 
uh, or Praxin, um, sorry, I'm murdering every pronunciation in this, which is really widely used for the COVID vaccine. So if they, when they say vaccine or vaccine, they mean the COVID vaccine in particular. Um, and Tika is all the vaccines, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, and then this is less, um, less interesting, maybe, but less, well, less adventurous. The French for vaccine is... Vaccin. Vaccin. Um, which is seen by many as the answer to getting back to a normal lifestyle. And then it said, and putting an end to la mélancovide. Oh, isn't that cascade, isn't it? Oh, that's delicious. <laughs> yeah, no, la mélancovide. And we all know what it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, Lindsay, you're studying this language. So get my hopes up here. Okay. Uh, Russian. Uh, really really obvious and easy. Yeah, vaccine. <laughs> Va vaccina, vaccina. <laughs> <laughs> which apparently has has been around for a while um it says it's been long it's long coexisted with various derivative of the word um privica which also is around um i think that might mean needle i'm not sure um a few oh, of okay. them it said like bangla and hindi it said in older among older people in rural areas they might often use the word for needle instead um, okay, two more. Mm. Uh, there is the Urdu language, which apparently has no specific word for vaccine. So have a guess what they use. Geographically, I'm going to guess Tika. They use Tika as well, <laughs> yes. Okay. It's, and it, apparently in Urdu, you can say it to refer to all kinds of injections. So again, mm, but this okay. idea of the, the, the mark on you. And now I'm thinking about German where it's Impfung. And I wonder if that's related to imprint, imprinting you. Mm. Okay, one more is left. This is another easy one. Um, the Portuguese word for vaccine is? Um, I don't think it's vacuna like Spanish. I think it's maybe vac 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 vaccine. Yeah, vaccina? you're super close. Vaccina? It's vacina, apparently. Yeah, it's just uh, only one okay. C for some vacina, reason. Vacina, um, which is now over 10 times more frequent than it was a decade ago in the language yeah wow. mad isn't it but this is the world so i thought we'll go we'll do a massive deep dive massive excursus into the world of the word vaccine because it's just so common and it was such a like i don't know it was like the star sign of 2021 collins star sign collins dictionary however went and zagged where oxford zigged if i would say it like that <laughs> so <laughs> Have a guess what their word. Have I'll a guess what it. their word of the year was. Run like completely different area of life, completely different thing. Uh, it's NFT. Do you know what? Well, okay, first question. Do you have you oh. heard that this should be pronounced nifty? Because that's what I've heard. Ooh, really? No, I haven't. Well, no. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna um, really become a thing. That the people call it because I, I was like looking that. at them and I was I was getting used to like calling them nifties, but turns out they're not NFTs, uh, which stands for. I don't know. It's like memes and stuff, and like memes you make stuff. like art, like Grimes makes art, and then it's an NFT, and then it gets sold for millions of dollars. That's yes. all I know. Yes, I feel like. That's all I want. Yeah, to people know. are like trading in them, and and it's just bizarre. It's mm. just bizarre. So it stands for non fungible token. What's fungible? I don't know, but I don't want my tokens to be fungible now. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> give me a token? Maybe it means like you can't. F I wonder if it's it's either like 
You can't, can't fungi. Yeah, they, they cannot be fungished. They are non-fungible. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's that is what it means. It can't be fungished. Um, and the definition, however, that Collins gave actually makes marginal amount of sense, I guess, which is a digital certificate of ownership of a unique asset, such as an artwork or a collectible. Mm, that is okay. That bit I didn't. It's understand. like when the, I don't know, like someone does a video of keyboard cat and goes, "This is the original keyboard cat. I own keyboard cat." I made Keyboard Cut. I am the original artist. You can buy it off of me. And then you own Keyboard Cut, even though everybody can do a GIF of Keyboard Cut and not pay you. Yeah, that's the like, thing. what's the point? Yeah, that's that's the bit I don't get. Like, why would you pay millions of dollars when literally with the internet, anyone could just... It already exists. People could just copy and paste the Keyboard Cut, make it into their own video, whatever. Like, I, I, mean, I don't know. It's all blockchain, isn't it? And again don't understand i don't get <laughs> it's it weird it's like but i guess as online course creators we do kind of you know like are we create do we have non-fungible are our courses fungible they're fun <laughs> ding ding are they fungible i don't know i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna hope that they're non-fungible i don't want my listeners to go because it sounds like courses i don't <laughs> <laughs> please don't fudge my products I'm and services in the, in the welcome email just like welcome to welcome to uh crack the grammar code don't fund with this <laughs> <laughs> okay and they had a great 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 short list um collins also again um if you uh, again link in the show notes fluent.show slash 231 um Co- collins did really 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 lovely um illustrations again and they're really fun to look at so there's a mm. there's a nifty one uh, or non-fungible token one. And okay, so there are other words of the year, the shortlist, and I've got the shortlist for lots of these um, because there's such good stuff in there. Uh, climate anxiety feels mm-hmm. very 2021. Yeah. Very. Um, I went swimming on New Year's Day in, in the North Sea and the sea was nine nine degrees oh, and I was like, yeah. So warm. But I couldn't enjoy it because I had climate anxiety. I kept thinking, this is a bad sign. This is a terrible oh. sign. This is bad. Um, I just couldn't get my head around it. So ugh, climate anxiety. Second, metaverse. Don't like it. Don't get it. Scared of it. Don't want to know. I have metaverse, metaverse anxiety. anxiety. Um, and, and, and nifty <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a few more words in this then that are going to, are going to give you, give you anxiety possibly. Um, the next one is double vaxxed. Double vax again, yeah. which um, to our Australian, American, Canadian, New Zealand, um, India, Nigeria, wherever you are, where English is really widely spoken, let us know if double vaxed is something people say around your neck of the woods. I would, I would love to find that out. So double vaxed in the UK, really common. Uh, the next one, so British, Lindsay, you can explain this to the listeners. Uh, what's a pandemic? What happens in a pandemic? Oh, okay. So if you go to like a restaurant or the theatre or like a public place where people are, um, in theory, when you go into said public place, you're supposed to scan your phone so it knows that you've been to that place. And then if someone a week later gets COVID and they were also in that place when you were in that place, you'll get pinged, which means the app will tell you, ding, ding. You were in a COVID hotspot, you need to isolate. Mm-hmm. So a pandemic is when lots of people are getting pinged. And I think it happened a few times and people were like, screw this, I'm not signing in anywhere. I'm just going to keep my phone That's in my pocket. That's it. And the pandemic was exacerbated as well because not just 
um, does it track where you've checked in, where you've scanned a little QR code, but also it it works on, I think it's Bluetooth. It Bluetooths all the phones okay. around you that also have the app. So if somebody if somebody on their app, then it's all anonymous. If somebody on their app then enters a, a code saying, oh, PCR test went positive, I've got COVID, then everything that was in Bluetooth range will get pinged. And the sensitivity was so high that it exacerbated the pandemic. And some people were saying, well, I live in a, like, I live in a block of flats where the walls are so thin that I've now been pinged from a neighbor who I haven't seen for weeks, mm. who obviously you can't get COVID from because you've got a wall in between you. So that was the ping. That was in the UK, a big deal in the summer, the ping-demic. Next word. Oh, oh, okay, Lindsay, I'm going to spell this and then you have to say how it's pronounced. C-H. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. E-U. G-Y. Okay. Huh. Yeah. As a peak 1989 millennial, <laughs> I'm not going to attempt to pronounce that because all I know about this word is that it's basically designed by younger people to insult me. <laughs> so if I attempt to say it, it's like someone will make an NFT of it and then they'll mock me <laughs> forever for being and ever. That. Yes, for being I believe that. it said chuggy. Um, and I would mm. really like to draw everybody's attention. I'll see if I can put it in the show notes um, to the Collins illustration. So chuggy is a British um, slang word, which describes, like Lindsay says, somebody who is particularly 2000s millennial, who's a, who's a Y2Kia, I guess, um, and is a little bit uncool. But Lindsay, you haven't got live, laugh, love on your on your walls uh, and you don't wear a top that says girl boss on it, right? No, but I do enjoy when I am going somewhere with people and I need to share like a lateral flow result. <laughs> I, I do enjoy adding, adding the caption to my little test photo, adding the caption live, laugh, lateral flow, <laughs> just for fun. Maybe that's a... Maybe that's kind of tricky. Who knows? No, but I'm like mocking it, right? It so it's okay. What else can you do it's with not Live, Laugh, Love? Apologies to any listeners. <laughs> live, laugh, live, lateral flow. Live, live, lateral flow. <laughs> so that's chuggy. Um, the next word, that's going to give you more anxiety, I have a suspicion. Um, it's crypto. Don't like it. Don't get it. <laughs> do you know what crypto means? Yes. And a fun fact about crypto. Did you know last year, as in 2021, El Salvador, first country in the world to make Bitcoin legal tender. What? What? But mm-hmm. what? So if your plumber comes and like does some plumbing, you what? I mean, they'll also they they also will accept the US dollar, I assume. And I think a lot of people weren't happy about it. Um, I think everyone got given like thirty dollars worth of oh, Bitcoin wow. to spend. It was a controversial decision, and I'm curious. It'll be interesting to see what happens. It's a country that's suffered with like devaluation and dollar dominance for a long time, right? Mm. So they're just trying mm. something different. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you know, we're full of fun facts today, did you know it's been 20 years since Germany got the euro? Well, all the countries got the euro. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Germany but you know some countries joined the EU after and I guess they only then got the euro but uh, it's been 20 years since the introduction of the euro yeah that is interesting because I feel like I feel like it was the millennium so I'm surprised that it was a good two years after it was a good yeah it was two years after it was two I remember I, I went on holiday in the UK over the new years we went and did Hogmanay and then we came home and all the prices were suddenly in euros and that was that was that mm. and then you just had to 
you paid in marks and you got your change in euros until at some point you'd run out of marks pretty much that was and it was actually a lot less it was it was a lot less daunting than than it seemed beforehand so but what one thing that is not available yet is the euro in crypto i don't know whether that would be a thing that could doesn't crypt euro crypt euro that's not available yet but you know you heard it here first now, Lindsay, can you define the next one on the shortlist, which is hybrid working? I uh, can guess. Is this when you half work from home, half work in your place correct, of work? Correct, correct. A very pandemic-shaped um, thing. Okay, the next one, I had never heard of this, but apparently it's related to um, something else I'd never heard of. So <laughs> this word is Regency core. Is that like cottage core? Like, well, not like it, but the same kind of structure. So I'd never heard of cottage core, but yeah, it's the same structure of words. So uh. cottage core is what, when you have a lot of blankets around and you, you know, you cozy up. Cottage core is like, yeah, you know what was like, I always say it wrong, but like higgy, higgy, oh, hug, hug, a few hugger? years ago. Hugger, yeah, that. Now it's cottage core, very much in the aesthetic of Taylor Swift, oh, folklore, evermore. Oh, I see. That folklore. kind of vibe. So I imagine Regency Core is maybe Bridgerton-esque? Yes, that's it. Okay, okay. But I don't get it. People don't walk around like that. No, I know. I've not seen anybody Regency Core-ing. Cottage Core I can kind of get because you you have to live somewhere anyway. You might as well make it comfy. Easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the core uh, suffix to me. Love it. I associate it with hardcore though. So every time, like Cottage Core is supposed it like it's meant to represent something like gentle and relaxing and stuff and by calling it a, something core i just instantly think of hardcore and like it sounds very aggro to me i don't i can't i can't marry the two that's yeah i see where you're coming from i feel like it's less aggro more intense mm-hmm so cottage core to me would be like you're really kind of deep in it that's how I interpret the core of it. I guess like the oh, core I of the see. earth as well, right? But I don't think that's I don't think that's why ah. it's called it. But yeah, I, I kind of think the same thing. Kind of I I always hardcore. associate it with like hardcore and then I think like about hardcore techno or ha- yeah, I think about well yeah. maybe that's because I'm a nineties girl, but it's like hardcore techno. Or okay, here is another side question. I listeners, like if you're still with us, welcome, welcome. This is Ramblecast. But like if you're when you're a nineties girl or a nineties kid, I'm not a nineties kid, am I? Because it's like when you're a nineties kid, they mean that you're born in the nineties. Not that your sort of teenage cultural experiences were in the nineties. I never really know. I feel like you are what you decide. Yeah. Call yourself which way round works. Well, for I'm you. a person who's very shaped by the early and mid 90s i would say yes so my association with anything core is like i think about hardcore techno because it was a big time for techno especially in germany oh see i think hardcore i think of hardcore like emo metal like rock hardcore that also exists There, there is a genre of music i think it's called whale core what which is like, <laughs> which is like what, whale song kind of, I think like intense metal with whale song. I've never quite listened to it. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but I think I think that's the thing that exists. Oh, I love this. This this short list is bringing up all kinds of stuff. Okay, the last word in the short list is neo pronoun. Uh, what like a new yeah neo pronoun right? 
So a newly formed pronoun. Okay. So that might be something like, but well, I guess it's sort of the they pronoun, they as a singular, um, but particularly referring to all these like other pronouns that people might choose, such as the, 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 mm -hmm. don't know, mm -hmm. the and theirs, I think that you can use. Um, it, it, it had a list, it had a list. So um, that's an interesting kind of new thing and almost a development from, do you remember last year where some of the words, some of the dictionaries chose they as word of the year 2020. And now the shortlist has new yeah, pronouns. So there's more development in that area linguistically. That's interesting. I've never seen neo-pronoun like as a word to describe. No. I've, you know, because people would just say pronouns. You would yeah. think it's... I mean, the word they isn't new. And, the, and even the word they as a gender-neutral third-person singular pronoun isn't new really. Like, you know, it goes back, I think. So it's not really new. It's kind of fake news. It's, oh, I guess, yes, if you want to look at it that way, I agree. Yeah, I thought the, the term neo-pronoun as a sort of not... To take, not to ask somebody like, do you use neo pronouns? I, I think that would be the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, right. That's why no, I'm thinking it doesn't but feel. As a collective yeah. term to summarize the sort of new range of pronouns that are kind of out there, because um, they were like it was more than just it was more than just they and the. It was like a whole range of things. A lot of them I've never heard of. Um, it was sort of summarizing this sort of new rainbow of pronouns that is that is now some of which really are new that we'd not heard of before so mm, it's mm. interesting have a look at it but i don't think i i didn't take it as are you i do you use she he or a neo pronoun i didn't i didn't think of it that way and i don't think that would be the right way i wouldn't ask somebody that that'd be weird yeah exactly okay yeah. one more uk dictionary and then we can come out of our little british islands um the cambridge dictionary chose a whole they went a whole other word right so we've gone from and we've gone from vax to nft and now there is one more we've zigged we've we've, zo we've zagged we're now totally we're zogging, zogging. to on. the word perseverance R random in it oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> perseverance um which i think is inspired because nasa sent some kind of mass ro mass rover onto Mars, yeah, Mars. Oh. Okay, because that was the biggest thing that, that happened I this know. year. I think they right. were trying to go for, well, people are indomitable and they don't give up and blah, blah, blah. But to be honest, we're all just tired, so. We're all just tired. We don't have any time to be pretentious with our I know, I was choice. like, don't give me perseverance. Next. Suffering. Okay, so shall we, shall we fly to Australia? Let's fly to Australia. I've got my double vax certificate, my COVID pass. Yeah, she's I'm boosted. Ready. Uh, okay, so in Australia, the word of the year, I thought this was really interesting, is uh, stroll out, stroll out. Is this like uh, connected to the Australian pub chain walkabout that we have in the UK? <laughs> no. Walkabout, walkabout stroll, stroll out. out. No, I thought it was like when you have a walkout, like maybe politically, you know, like maybe in protest, you've got like a sit-in or you can do a walkout. I thought maybe they were doing a really relaxed walkout somewhere. But it's not to do, okay, it's not to do with political activism. It's not to do with pubs. It, it, it refers to the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccination program in Australia with reference to the perceived lack of speed. <laughs> the more I hear about Australian words of the year. They're so good, aren't they? The more I want to go to Australia. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, 
Apparently, Love it. and this is not just Macquarie Dictionary, it's also, also the Australian National Dictionary Centre. They also chose uh, Stroll Out Same. as their word of the year. Oh. Um, the Macquarie had a lot of really good, uh, this, these are all Australian words. We love you. We love you. This is so good. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say all of these. And then you can tell me if you know what they are, because a lot of them I was like, what? Okay, so the honorary, the first honorary mention of the year goes to Menti B. And that is M-E-N-T-Y slash B, or dash B, sorry. Mm, okay, go on. It is a, a colloquial term for uh, basically a mental breakdown. And sort of casually, <laughs> it's a way, but it was honored. <laughs> I guess you can okay. sort of say, oh, I've got a bit of a Menti B. I don't know, like, but it was honorable mentioned because they said look this takes away the kind of stigma of talking about mental health so it's actually a good thing mentv um then there was delta kind of goes without saying what delta is but just remembering that just reminded me like it's not too long ago that we were referring to like the india variant um and in what they in america called the english variant and we in the uk called the kent variant the kent good job we've just given them all letters now um and then the the next one is last chance tourism is that like before countries close their doors it's actually relating to the climate and like environmentalism so it's more it's giving me a bit of a (laughs) so last chance tourism refers to when you travel somewhere um that you think might not exist actually that much longer. That's how I understood it from the explanation that they put. <sighs> and then the last one on the honorable mention list is something that's, it's happened to me. And that's, so I knew the expression um, and I didn't know that this was very Australian uh, colored, but maybe you've suffered with this as well. Maybe you don't know, but do you know what a porch pirate is? Mm-hmm. Would that be when someone steals a package? Yes. From outside your door? <laughs> So it's when you get a parcel delivered and then um, somebody else just kind of strolls on up and picks it up and walks off. Um, And on YouTube, they've got this like really fun video where somebody built this massive glitter bomb, stink bomb alert. We can see you, you know, like um, taking out the porch pirates, which when this has happened to you, it's actually very gratifying to watch. So would recommend, would recommend. Okay, we'll do a we'll do a quick we'll do a quick run through the list if you're if you're still available for Australian words. I'm ready. Do you know what a brain tickler is? Like a like a brain teaser? Uh, no, that's what I thought. Like a brain teaser, but a brain tickler apparently is um, reference to the COVID test stick that kind of goes really far up your nose. <laughs> do you know what brick bait is? Brickbait. <laughs> These are so good. No. These are so good. Uh, brickbait is, you know the expression clickbait, right? Yes. Right. So brickbait is. Oh, is this is this is this when you browse like in our country it would be Zoopla, right? No. Move. Oh, good good guess. No, 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 it's not like when you browse. Okay. Whatever it's called in other countries, sort of the property pages. No, God, we are in our thirties, aren't we? No, brickbait. <laughs> Brickbait um, is is things that entice a customer to go back to the brick and mortar shop. Brickbait. Oh, wow. Love that. And then there is the expression dignity suit. Is this just being proud of your birthday suit? Uh, sadly not. Sadly not. It's something okay. that it's a, a sort of full body suit that's got the zip at the back. I guess think like a wetsuit um, that you can give somebody to wear who might have, say... Um, what is it called when old people, the mind doesn't work so good anymore? Dementia. Oh, thank like you. Dementia. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I was blanking then. Uh, say somebody with dementia who might undress and sort of, you know, in a 
lose their dignity and might have a need to undress or feel an urge to undress in public spaces. Yeah, I don't know whether oh. it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's an interesting word. Um, the next, and this is how did this get on this list? Dry scooping. Maybe in maybe Aussies are all dry scooping like mad. Dry you scooping. You wouldn't know. Like the. Go ahead. Ah, I don't know. It, the, the only yeah. thing I can think of, you know, like spooning. <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> like in bed. And then like and yeah, and then like dry humping. Okay. <laughs> like, is it like spooning with clothes on? That's the only thing I can think of. (laughs) Like dry spooning. When you've got, when you're spooning with your clothes on. Oh, I love that. (laughs) No. (laughs) So good. No? Okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) That's all I got. (laughs) Dry scooping. No, it's think in the gym. If you're like a gym bro and you're taking all your supplement things, you know how they've got the powders. It's when you eat powder and you don't make it into a little drink. Yeah, it's not healthy, but I don't know why it's on this list either. But so that's dry scooping. Next up, bumper episode. This uh, dump cake. Hmm. Don't know. Okay, it's when you're making a cake, um, but it's really easy because you just have to dump everything in a bowl. So it's just a yeah simple mix. Yeah. The next is uh, I don't know why why this, but I mean our Australian listeners maybe tell us. Beck Penny, help us out. Front stabbing somebody. Oh, okay. So when you backstab someone, you talk about the behind their back. So when you front stab, would that be when you um, say what you don't like about them to their face? Yeah, yeah. You're like you're betraying you're betraying someone, okay. but you're not even hiding it. Nice. Well, not nice, but I like the word. Next, I think a very uh, modern concept: hate following. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I I understand the meaning don't understand why you do it no but people hate like, watch things as well don't they mm. there's a british tv show a quiz show called the wheel um which is this sort of saturday evening quiz show um and i have watched it with my husband who continuously exclaimed this is awful this is awful but i could tell he was kind of enjoying it as well Still yeah. watches it. <laughs> so maybe when you hate follow somebody i hope it's more that than that you actually hate them that maybe you're like uh, yeah it's mm. not i don't know it's it's um maybe you can hate follow a company or a certain prime minister okay the next one is humane washing Hmm. is it linked to green washing i think it might be yes i think humane washing is is in that sort of field yeah where you it's it's like green washing so you're trying to make things look you're trying to make yourself good look good even though you don't follow necessarily everything that you say as a company i would say summarizing okay Hmm. the next is nft We've, we've gone through that and then, oh, Lindsay, I've had this. I've had this. Oh, this has happened to me. Uh, fascinating that it's showing up in the Australian, maybe because they've got long distances to drive. Um, you know what it's called when you're in a car with me and I start going, oh, oh no, I need to go to the charging point. Oh, no. Okay. There's a word for that. And that's called range anxiety. Ah, so because okay. um, listeners who don't know, I, I drive up my car is electric, so I have to like plug it in and then charge it up, and then I get to drive a little bit, and I have to charge in, uh, plug it in, and charge it up again. And um, it's, and I've noticed in winter you don't get anywhere near the mileage that you get in the summer. So you get in your car and it says forty miles, and you're like, oh, I've got thirty miles to drive. Oh, I don't know. Oh God, I hope I'll make it because you always got that fear that you'll run out of that you can't quite predict when your battery's going to give up, um, and that's called range anxiety. 
Yes, I've got a few more. Okay, a few more. We're getting there. Um, these are all so good. Shadow Pandemic is the next one. Shadow Pandemic. Oh, I don't know. I don't think in the UK we have a word for this concept, but it's basically um, a shadow pandemic is the impact that COVID has had on like all the things in society. So from people's mental well-being, that there's been more cases of that, and then, you know, operations being delayed, businesses suffering. Um, Got it. Yes, knock-on knock effects. effects. They call it a shadow pandemic. Yeah. Um, the next one I think I like oh. is called is Sober Curious. What, like bike? Yeah, I, w- I think that's where it comes from. Like same kind mm-hmm. of thing? Okay, so like I'm curious what it would be like to not drink alcohol, but I'm not really interested in not drinking in not not drinking yeah it's experimenting like people who might do dry january i think okay so you could also be like vegan curious in january or or in vegan vegan may vegan may vegan november vegan 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 anyway so yeah sober curious Um, and then two more, but th- this one is great. Um, and I, th- I knew about this before. This is a concept I've heard about before. Um, and I think COVID has taken it away from many people, which is the third place or third space sometimes you hear. Go so on. your third place is a place where you can go that isn't your home and isn't your work. Oh, So okay. maybe a cafe where you like to go and sit once a, you know, like we, we used to go and sit in cafes. We used to go to the pub. And sometimes you have your sort of, mm. I certainly always felt like, like in Lancaster, it was the local veggie cafe. It's just my favorite place. You know, I just like hanging out there. They don't mind me hanging out. You spend a few hours there, you know, every so many times. And that's your third place. Yeah. That's cool. When Christian, my husband, when he did a, he's done a photo certificate and his essay, his final work was a photo essay on people's third places. And that's why I know about it. Oh, nice. Yeah. He photographed people in different places where they like to hang out. And then the last one is woke scold. <laughs> okay. Is that to tell someone off for being overwoke? I wonder if it is. I I took it as when you're the super, super woke person and then you're scolding people, oh. you know, for not being as woke as you. I think the whole concept of woke is, is an issue in itself. Oh, Do you know dear. what I mean? Yeah, it's it is really tricky, um, but it just kind of touches on this sort of thing where on the internet, um, there's there's like almost a fight sometimes going on about who's got the best morals or who's the most moral person. Mm-hmm. And uh, woke scolding is part of that. So that was our trip to Australia from MentiB to Stroll Out. Okay, I'm ready for a two-week quarantine yeah. upon mm-hmm. arrival to our next destination <laughs> would you like would you like to Vamos. travel to japan germany or the us of a let's finish our english um okay streak and go to us oh, of a us word of the year da, 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 da. dictionary.com to me feels like they're a year behind because their word of the year is allyship oh get with the program dictionary.com so 2020 2020 for me as well yeah. Enough said about that. Weird. Um, and then Merriam-Webster went with a classic, chose vaccine. Not vax. Vaccine. Yeah, vaccine. Yeah, exactly. They didn't go VAX mm. and like try mm. to make vax cool or something. They just went straight up. It's vaccine. Bish, bosh, bosh. They said lookups for vaccine increased 601% year over year from 2020. Year over year from 2020. So, 20, <laughs> so 2020 to yes. 2021. 600% increase <laughs> of searches or lookups for the word vaccine. Year, year over year. year. 
from this previous where, where year. nobody thought about vaccines. <laughs> Can't they just say since last, <laughs> since year? last year? No, they wrote year over year. Um, we're not going to go That's through the weird. whole shortlist because uh, this is not a shortlist podcast for sure anymore. Um, but it did include, and it, I think it had some really American uh, coloured words. You know, in Australia we had. Aussie words and the UK UK words. So um, their words included insurrection, obvious reasons. It's actually a year ago today that that happened. Today. Yeah. Um, mm. And then they've got Muraya, Muraya, um, which is the word that the winner of the spelling bee spelled when they won the spelling bee there. Uh, they've got okay. woke and cisgender. And um, then they have guardian not meaning the UK newspaper, but apparently the Cleveland sports team changed its name from something, uh, yeah, something racist. basically racist. Can't remember okay. what it was, but they changed because we're not into baseball or whatever. So it shows that they're now called the Cleveland Guardians. So people looked that up. Yes. Okay. Um, and that is pretty much all we have because the American Dialect Society, they're the big ones, but they're doing a right old stroll out of their word of the year. And they're not actually choosing it until tomorrow at the time of recording. So by the time you're listening to this, you will, if you haven't had enough words of the year after this podcast, you can go straight to the American Dialect Society and get yourself even more. We haven't got it yet. That is America. Yeah, I did that Ooh. one quick. Okay, I have got, let's go to... Let's, let's go to Japan. Why not? Okay, okay so I'm in ready. Japan, this is, I have some conflicting fake news, don't know what on earth is happening here, but I have got two news articles or two bits of information. The first one is you sent me a news article about the Japanese, what they're saying is kanji of the year, but might be word of the year. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to mm. tell you what that is. And then I've got different information, which apparently is the kanji of the year um, from Abigail, listener Abigail, hello, who lives in Japan. So Sora News 24, uh, our news source, number one, said that word of the year, this is so interesting, is chiri, chirui, chiri. Chirui. Chiru ah, thank you very much. Chirui. 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 Can't do it. Um, yes. Which, do you know this word? Uh, only because I'm looking at the notes. So it's like chili. Yeah, chirui. but it doesn't mean chili. you're cold. Okay. It means you're chilled out. What does it mean? It means you're chilled out, you know, so you're not cold, you're chilling. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Netflix and chili. <laughs> maybe, oh yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's influenced. Netflix and chili. <laughs> that's it. Whereas Abigail says that the kanji of the year was kin, kin, which means gold. Um, and I, I'm just going to read out what she put because it's brilliant. So she said, everyone was like, huh? Because why would you choose that? But it's a public vote. And she says, remember the Olympics and Paralympics, which were hosted in Japan? In mm. Japan? And she says, one of, the year of the one of the phrases of the year was Batakuri dan Shaku, Baron von Ripoff, which refers to Mr. Thomas Bach from the IOC. Uh, she says, I think the top phrase of the year is showtime. Don't know if, if the um, kanji of the whatever Japanese alphabet that is. The Katakana spells out yeah. Showtime. It's Showtime referring to the popular baseball player Shohei Otani as he's doing very well in the American Major League. So gold because they had an, a very Olympic year and Chirui, maybe Netflix and Chirui. <laughs> okay, um, we've got a few other languages. So last year when we went through these, we had, we had a really cool thing about um, the Germans and I found again the Germans 
they don't just give you the word of the year again, like like many of the others, they give you like a top 10. Um, and lots of these I had to look up or I had to look at it twice and go, what does that mean? Um, so do you want to know or do you want to, you've, you've got the notes ahead of you. Do you want to guess at what the first word of the year in German was? We're starting from the number one. Ooh, up to you. Do you like a good countdown? Let's Yeah, let's start at 10 because I, I know a couple of these words mm -hmm. in themselves. I don't know if I know them all, but I can... Figure out. So, fünf nach zwölf. Fünf nach zwölf. Fünf nach zwölf. Um, five something twelve. Mm -hmm. Over twelve? Five? Five after twelve. Fünf nach zwölf. Five after mm -hmm. twelve. So, it's not five to twelve anymore for the planet and the world. We're, it's like we're, we're heading towards fünf nach zwölf. Oh, that's oh, dark. Yeah, yeah, that is a pretty dark one. That is a pretty dark one. But apparently that was used quite a Climate lot. Climate anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Triel. Triel. So, I uh, don't know that one. A Triel is apparently it's a portmanteau of trio, trio, and duel, a duel, right? So it's a duel, okay. but three people are fighting. It's a trial, trial, trial. It's a Triel, oh, right? Okay. A, tr a three way duo, I guess. <laughs> um, which refers to the fact that there was not one candidate for chance. Like Germany had elections last year, not one candidate oh. for chance who looked like a likely option, but there were actually three. That's fun. I like that. Mm -hmm. A triel. Um, Freitesten. Freitesten. Mm -hmm. Free to 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 freely test to test to test freely? yourselves free. Right. So in you know in the UK okay. we had oh, you can test wow, out of okay. quarantine. It's yeah, testing out okay. basically okay. testing out of something. Which we all know, yeah. right? Because we're all, you know, we've all used the apps. We've all used the Duolingo. You can test out of things there. Yeah, test out. Yeah. yeah. So, try testing. Yeah. Number seven. This is an easy one. Booster. Booster. Mm -hmm. And I have booster. heard lots and lots. Like, I've been talking to my parents and we, you, you'll say things like, ich lass mich boosten. So, I'm getting boosted. Or, yeah, ich bin geboosted. I'm boosted. Okay. So, making it into yeah, a verb yeah, as boosten. well as a noun. Totally. Cool. Like it. Number six, lockdown, lockdown kinder. kinder. Mm -hmm. Also fairly obvious. So, yeah, lockdown children, mm -hmm. like a like school school. Having yeah, time. and just generally kids who are not happy because they can never go out and they can't go to school and they're not seeing their friends and everything's suffering. Oh, okay, so this refers to the the children themselves, kind of like the COVID generation out of the shadow pandemic. Mm, okay. Oh, I, I feel for the lockdown COVID kinder. generation. That's another thing, isn't there? Yeah. Number five. Ampel is like the ample mm -hmm. man, right? In the Berlin yeah. Yeah. signs. Um, and it's a verb because it ends in en. Oh, it's a plural. I don't know. Oh, yeah. it's a plural. Sometimes okay. plurals end in en because have to help we, don't me like, we don't like to be easy. Um, okay, so <laughs> no language <laughs> does. Okay, so ampel, like you said, traffic light. And partei, the political party. Traffic light party. So is this also to do with the trier? Sort of, yes. It's So after the German election happened, lots of different parties had kind of won. You know, we didn't, we had, we had like a leader, but then we had lots. And the question was, what, how are they going to come together and do a coalition? And there were lots of different options. It was like, are they going to do a Jamaica mm. coalition? Because every party's got like a little color, right? So <laughs> is the Greens going to go with the liberals who are yellow and the um, conservatives who are black? And then that would be a Jamaica. Or are they going to do a... Um, there was loads of different options. There was like, are they going to do a 
can't remember what other country like there were two or three names of countries and then it was this and then one the one that won out though was the ampel so we've got now we've got a a, re a governing coalition of the green red which is the sort of social democrats and the yellow party the liberals yeah so we've like got that. an ampel coalition mm. and they are the ampel parteien interesting and the well no they're not the trio because they're not in no a no we have one chance but three so the trio is won. over but we've now got an ampel thing going on for the next few years uh number <laughs> four no, pretty word is <laughs> i'm gonna give, i'm gonna give this one a go so it, it i like the look of it okay impfelflich is there a double, a double PF, PF but when I say it, it, it all just runs into one. Like I don't say impflicht because that's a, that's a, okay. no. <laughs> impflicht, that's impflicht. That's how I would say it. Impflicht. Yeah, the P just goes away, really, the second P. Um, yes, yeah, so impflicht is, I've already said impf, the word for vaccine, and flicht is the German word mm -hmm. for duty. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's about uh, okay. mandatory vaccination. Okay. Cool. And then, like oh, that. number three, it's it's never like that. That portmanteau is never going to die with the Germans. Mm. Flexit. Flexit. So based on Impflicht, does this mean like people who opted out of the mandatory ah, vaccine? No, because the PFL is right. The Pflicht and the Pfl the Pfl. Is, is there again, but this time the pfle <laughs> refers to the word pflege, P-F-L-E-G-E, -E, which means care. So it's for the, it's about the care sector and lots of stuff in the care sector. Oh, yeah, right, so lots okay. and lots of people are leaving in the care sector for this, that and the other reason. Um, so Germany is currently suffering from a bit of a flexit. Oh. I mean, this all sounds really grim, but, you know, Germans love to complain. So don't take it too, don't take it too I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's... It's not exactly Brexit, is it, Germany? Calm down. <laughs> no, but I can see that they, they embraced the word Brexit straight away. Mm, just went yeah. with it. Um, okay, number two, Solidarität. Mm, Solidarität. Yeah. Yeah. So solidarity. Yeah, good, good, good first, good stem there. And I'm I'm guessing, based on what you've told me with the ample parteien. The ample parteien, um, yeah. Is it like... Do the, do the three parties maybe begin with an A, a H and an R? Because So if you're listening, you won't see this, but the A, H, R in the middle of this word are in capitals. Uh, yeah, yeah, yein? No. <laughs> no. No, it's... <laughs> yein. <laughs> but it's not even really a yein. No, the R, and I think you'd have to know this to know it, sort of a thing. A, H, R is how you spell the name of a river in Germany. It's a river. Um, and it's the mm -hmm. main river that suffered incredibly terrible floods this year. Our Germany had, mm -hmm. in the summer had horrible flooding, like really disaster level flooding, really awful. Um, that happened mm -hmm. in the R region. So Solidarität was originally um, the name for like a fundraising, fundraising uh, campaign. You know, to, nice. to help them to have to say we have solidarity with these people and i think i've talked about before that solidarity is a word that is used in german much much more as a concept and in the uk i never hear people like politicians or anything saying like we have solidarity with this i always wonder if it's because so many of uh, like we've got so much like soviet heritage in our country but anyway who knows um so yeah solidarität is solidarity with the r region solidarität mm. that's cool um, and then number one is Wellenbrecher. 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 Oh. Anything? 
I think mm-hmm. it's a noun. I think it's maybe to describe a person. Mm, it's not. It's not a person. No. I didn't. I had to look up what this means. Like I know what this means, the word, but I didn't. I I had no because I don't live in Germany. I had no relation to this at all. So Brecher, um, you can sort of see it's it's related to the UK word break or the English word break. Okay. Right. So it's breaking, and a vela is a wave. Oh. Um. What do we call it? Uh, circuit breaker. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, a Wellenbrecher. I guess it's like a circuit breaker. Mm. Um, so the idea is that this is a these are measures that can be taken to break a COVID wave that you've got going on. Um, and that can mm-hmm. go from Impfung to, um, I don't know, Hans Face Space or whatever it is. Um, Maske and all that kind of thing. Hans, Hans Face, face Space. space. When the crowd say both, um, and that was the word of the year in Germany. So it's actually a so, somewhat positive one, Bellenbrecher. So we end on a marginally hopeful note. I've got a few sort of little side notes where I don't have as much information. I found out that Norway does word of the year. So and that it's the, the Norway word of the year comes from the Sprogradet, Um So I guess the language society and the Sprogradet, and then went to their website and I. The website's in all Norwegian, and I tried my best to kind of figure <laughs> out what whether there was an article about word of the year, and I did find one, um, and then sort of copy and paste and put it through Google Translate to work out what on earth is happening. Um, and the word of the year is sportsvaske, sportsvaske, okay. which is uh, sports washing, sports, sports washing, washing, yeah, um, and sports washing with relation to the Olympics, I think in particular, again, it's sort of along with that humane washing, green washing sort of a vibe. Yeah, sports washing. So maybe also if you cover up your doping, I guess, maybe. Oh. Yeah. Don't know what conversations they've been having. Don't mention no country names No. Well, I don't know why they talked about it in Norway either in particular. Like maybe they're just outraged about it. But yeah, sports vaske was a thing. Um, And then Yabla, Mm. the Yabla blog every year does a really good article um, explaining how the word of the year can be used and stuff. So great for learners. Have a look. Um, Again, show notes, fluent.show slash 231. They are, they've chosen the Spanish word vacuna. Really obvious. Mm-hmm. Which we know. Vaccine. Yeah. And then they had a few interesting sort of words in the list as well, which were uh, dosis. Dose, yeah. Dose. Uh, Symptoma. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Symptom. Symptom. Uh, variante. Variant. Variant. And then there was hybrido. Hybrid. Hybrid. So very similar to the Oxford and Collins sort of, you know, we've all been thinking about similar stuff this year, I think. Um, mm-hmm, yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. And my final, the final country, I think this is a nice country to hang around for January, actually. Um, I mean, I'm going to try and read these out. I don't know what I have been able to like look up every one of these words. So I'm just going to read them to you. And maybe you with your advanced Portuguese, advanced on mine anyway, you might be able to help me out here on some of them. Um, so the la, la palavra do ano in Portuguese is vacina. Nice and easy. And then they've got palabras candidatas. And the first one was apagao. What does that mean? Okay. Apagao. I don't know. I don't know. Like something to do with paying? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I could be way off. I have no clue. Um, Then uh, bazooka. Bazooka. No idea Mm. why. or but And then the next one, I can sort of see my way through that one. That was uh, criptomoeda. Okay, so crypto money, cryptocurrency. Oh, is Moeda money? 
Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, I'm okay. So well. crypto, <laughs> crypto something. Um, and then we've got mobilidade. I thought uh-huh. this was interesting because like it's not like I thought. Oh, maybe they yeah, made that in Brazil, right. like social mobility or something. But these are Portugal Portuguese mm. ones, I believe. So mobilidade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is moratoria. Oh, like a moratorium. I assume. No clue. Hmm. And then there is orçamento. Okay, I don't know what that means. No, no. Next one though, I love this. Uh, is podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we know what that is. Of the year twenty twenty one. Um, and then resilience, resiliencia, 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 resilience. Yeah. Um, similar to perseverance, but maybe it feels less patronizing. Perseverance feels somehow patronizing. It does. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't like it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan either. Like resilience, cool. Okay, yeah, we need we need more of that. But I don't really need perseverance right now. I just want to go to bed. No. Um, okay, and then the last one. <laughs> How do you pronounce LH in Portuguese? Is it like a yeah? Uh, like, yeah, like so a like Spanish te- double teletrabajo. Teletrabajo. Teleworking, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so our Portuguese-speaking listeners, I'm pretty sure you exist somewhere, um, do help us out with some of these words. Not sure what they mean, but that was my final countdown of Words of the Year. Huge, huge edition, if you're still listening. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Lindsay, did you have a good time with these? Glorious. <laughs> it was fun. Do you got any faves, any standouts, anything that you know, you're going to start using? I love Stroll Out. I just wish there was more opportunity to use it. Let me go back to the, okay, Menti B. I like, I love, the, I just love the Australian ones. <laughs> I think the Australian ones are race. <laughs> I really like uh, Sober Curious. Yeah. I mean, you're you're fully sober. You're teetotal, right? You never drink alcohol. I don't, yeah. So to me, I'm just like, yeah, that one kind of is just like, meh. <laughs> well, I mean, I have, I have no interest in, or like, I don't, I don't have the curiosity about it. I'm just like, well, yeah, I will drink alcohol or not. Like yeah. I have a fairly, um, chilled relationship chewy relationship with <laughs> with alcohol but i like it as an expression i think it's interesting that and i we've seen this in a few bits right we've seen that like brickbait the adaption from clickbait sober curious the adaption adaptation from by curious and i think there was one uh, earlier uh washing yeah something Green washing, washing and the core humane washing core as well yeah. yeah and then we had with the vaccine things we had the um the vaxathon and half senated i think it's interesting how the different words like the, the kind of words that, that then uh spawn like new variants <laughs> new variants oh Whoa. and then here we are again <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just I had a really I think it's a really interesting like capture to do these words of the year and just have a look at everything that is out there so listeners I hope you've enjoyed us giving you an hour's worth of list of cool new words from Bellendrecher to Chiri to Sportswaske and vaccination and the Hindi word for vaccine and everything everything I hope you're so much cleverer after all of this episode uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Lindsay, good start into the new year, wasn't it? Very good start into the new year. I like even years. Oh, like even number? Yeah. Yeah. Like so 2020? I'm high, high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> 2020. So I'm, I'm high hopes for 2022. Excellent. Are you born in an even year? No. <laughs> Interesting. I used to really like uneven years. 
odd years of uneven years I used to really like odd numbered years but I think that's sort of that hasn't held up as I was observing over the years um oh yeah this is a good one this is 2015 let's do it and stuff uh didn't really it was okay I mean 2015 was actually great got married and everything but um it hasn't really held up so much so I've given up on that but I I hope I hope this year is going to be brilliant we're all going to come out of la melancovide we're all going to be not we don't need to persevere we're going to build the resilience everybody gets their fauci ouchie and we have a great start into 2022 let's Let's do do this this. (sighs) take a dry scoop (laughs) and with that i think we've come to the end of this podcast episode Lindsay. as always thank you so much for hanging out with me and it's time to say goodbye so it is goodbye from me goodbye and goodbye from Lindsay williams uh, (laughs) nice one thank you for listening to the fluent show if you enjoyed this episode please support the show by subscribing for new episodes and leaving a rating and review in your podcast app you can visit us at fluentlanguage.co.uk anytime don't forget that you can send us your questions and feedback to hello at fluentlanguage.co.uk or you can find the show on Twitter and say hello over there. It's at The Fluent Show and on Instagram it's hashtag The Fluent Show. We're always happy to hear from you and we read every message and review. See you next episode!